As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Welcome back to this wonderful place filled with chaos and confusion, the intersection of stupidity and genius. Today, Rachel is going to take us on a journey. I love it. Hello, feral children. Welcome back. (laughs) And by feral children, I of course mean those of you who found us on TikTok from our feral children videos and uh, have now become loyal, dedicated listeners. Welcome back. Welcome for the first time. Oh, yeah. The first time, at least we're addressing them. That's true. Well, welcome. That's true. Do we have anything anything to, to go over before we get into it today? Uh, I don't think so. I think the Did only we? thing is that Lauren's piecing out, so... Sorry about that. Uh, you know, don't forget to shoot us an email if you think you can do Lauren's job better than her. Could be a lot of you. You said it, not me. <laughs> so, first things first, Lauren. We have we have some things to apologize for. Do we really? Let me, let me rephrase. You have some things to apologize for. Okay. But I know you're not going to do it. Right. So I'm going to do it. Okay. First of all, I am so, so sorry that Lauren kept confusing the Philippines with the Philistines. Very, very different. I am also so, so sorry that Lauren made the decision that her future husband is more important than the podcast and me and all of you. I know the truth. You, dear listeners, and the podcast are the most important things in life. Um, well, I'm happy with my decision, but we can move on. Wow. Wow. She's happy. With her decision to leave all of you in the dust. No, I will miss is, my. Is, I will miss recording. She is. She is leaving you in good hands, though. Mm-hmm. Mine are. Mine are the best hands. That sounds like something Donald Trump would. It, it does. <laughs> I know you guys will be safe with Rachel, and I will miss you know providing well, content for all of you. But also, 
Y'all can't see me doing the like steady hand Trump motion <laughs> <laughs> while Lauren is giving a heartfelt speech. I was just going to say it's time. It's time. You know what else it's time for? What? Some some real fun knowledge oh, that boy. I am going to give you today. So I was looking back like at some of my past episodes and I, I just realized like the combination of my past episodes and my, my episode idea topic list, you mm-hmm. know, we got a lot of like old timey crimes That's and true. creepy stuff and mm-hmm. you know like the dancing plague and the project pigeon and feral children some of the stories from feral children and all the wars and stuff uh-huh. and you know i never really thought of myself as a history person mm. but today in in deciding what topic to cover i've decided to accept my fate mm. to accept that this is who i am embrace the inner historian embrace the old time the old timey crime the old the old timey crimey if you will <laughs> and uh I don't, I don't know. Leave me alone. We're, we're calling it an old-timey crimey. Okay. We're just going to go for it. Sounds good. Not Probably not the first ex- uh, sentence you'd expect in an old-timey crimey. Take but, us to the old-timey um, crimey. <laughs> well, we have to take a little bridge to get there. And that little bridge is, do you remember those Guinness World Record books? Yes. Those are the best. Yes. They're, they're so much fun. Uh, well, the person I'm going to tell you about today holds a Guinness World Record. Ooh. I'm not going to tell you what it's for. Okay. But I will say, it's a gruesome one. Oh, that's exciting. It's a very gruesome one. We're okay. Old-timey crimey. Come on, we're doing it. So let's take it back once again, this time, to August 7th, 1560. Woohoo! In near Bator, Hungary. Okay. I did pronounce that correctly. Well done. I watched videos in Hungarian. That's amazing. There was no English in those videos. Anyway, in near Bator, Hungary, Erzabet... Bathory was born. We're going to call her Elizabeth Bathory. Okay. Because that is what everyone knows her as. Okay. And that's what it is in English, but in Makes Hungarian, sense. it's Erzabet Bathory. Okay. Thank you for providing both alternate. You're welcome. Um, because I, I, well, I know if I pr- mispronounce things, you're going to come for me. That's true. So if I give you the English and the Hungarian, what are you going to do? I'm not going to do Nothing. anything about that. I'm going to thank you, apparently. Yeah, you're going to thank me for it, mm-hmm. as you should. Now, her family was one of the most prominent families at the time. Her her parents were from these, like, competing branches. Uh-huh. Uh, but they united through Elizabeth's parents. Aw. Isn't that so sweet? Through Yorhi and Anna. It was, it was lovely, right? Aw, it's like if Romeo and Juliet had not ended in suicide. <laughs> uh, exactly. Um, but they also were cousins. So. Oh, that's ex- that's really fun. Yeah, it's exciting. Yep, love that. That's what you're going to say, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You, you said it's... Uh, and I was like, she's going to say exciting. <laughs> um, and I, I was going to make fun of you for it, but then I had to be the one to say it. So now, Yorki changed his alliance in order to marry his cousin, Anna. So they were from, you know, competing right. branches. He gave it up and he was like, got to marry my first cousin. It's worth giving up this side of the country. You know, Good sometimes choice, right? you got to give up the country for a little incest. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way I'm taking that out. I hope you run for public office one day. We could go into her family because it's wild, but we're just going to get, no, I'm just going to give you like a little, I'm going to, I'm going to hit, wow, words, spark That notes. was gorgeous. You're getting, you're getting the spark notes, all okay, right? Okay, sounds good. Basically, everyone in her family was noble or royal in some way. Mm-hmm. It's just way too much to keep track of, and I'm not going to bore you with a long list of names uh, and titles, but homegirl was rolling in riches and social status. Good for her. Her uncle, uncles, her uncles, her uncles, her uncles were voivodes. 
and so was her maternal grandfather, and her uncle Istvan was the king of Poland, and her cousins eventually became Transylvanian princes. So there's just like, yeah, they're all over the One place. One of the cousins she didn't marry. Her parents married. Right. So she also didn't marry. She didn't also marry a cousin then. So just her parents. Uh, I'm trying to remember if there, if any of her relationships were incestuous. I don't think so. You can let us know if you forget, if you've forgotten one. Uh, it might be in my notes later. We'll see. Mm -hmm. So her family ruled Transylvania, uh, and she was also beautiful and very well educated, Mm -hmm. which, you know, 16th century well-educated woman not super common yeah she studied the classics and science That's and awesome. she spoke many languages good for her well, well uh <laughs> <laughs> it, it wasn't it wasn't all good okay it wasn't all good uh she did have some things growing up that weren't the best uh for example seizures oh um, yeah that sucks fits of rage good uh loss of control mm-hmm uh, perhaps, perhaps brought about by all the, that inbreeding. I'm going to say, what type of loss of control? Like, oh, you'll see. Okay. You'll see. I was curious if we were talking physical or mental loss of control. Oh, mental. Oh, oh, okay. oh mental. Oh my goodness, mental. Now, mental illness did run in her family. Also, probably from the inbreeding. Mm-hmm. As, as it does. Uh, she said to have also witnessed a lot of violence as a child. Like, Eigh. a lot of violence. Now, of course, there's a lot of, you know... In this this time in Europe, there's just a lot of general tensions, what? some no re- way. religious wars, yeah. and reformations, and all that all that wonderful stuff for a young child to be involved in. Oh, of course. Um, so in addition to just that, that like she had all that general stuff that she was that you know had known about, heard as about, yeah, as a noble does. But it, she also had some uh, some more specific things. Okay, for example. She would often see the brutal punishments and executions given by her family's officers. She would see servants being beaten regularly. That's uh, she's she's like ten at this time. That'll mess you probably up. Probably even probably even younger. Yeah, honestly, she probably started seeing that like from birth. So like apparently one time she also watched an accused thief be punished. And his punishment was that he was sewn into the belly of a dying horse. <gasps> oh, no. And left to die. That's so horrible. Like, they, there was a dying horse. They cut the, the horse's stomach open, shoved the thief in there, <gasps> and sewed him back in. Oh, my gosh. And she responded to this by laughing uncontrollably. Oh, no. That's that's not good. It's not a good sign. No, it's not. It, that's okay, not a, okay. have yeah. you seen The Good Place? I've seen part of it. Okay. That feels like a punishment that, like, the demons in The Good Place would have come up for for people in The Bad Place. Like, it's that level of creativity yeah. for cruelty. I would only expect that of a demon. Listen, one of these days we're going to do a medieval torture methods episode. Yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be really fun. Uh, not for you, though. So, yeah. that I mean, that's, that's kind of that's what she was into uh, as a child. That's, mm, that's not a good sign. She, she also saw, well, I guess I can't really cover my mouth while I'm talking into a mic now can i (laughs) probably not believe it or not uh she saw the execution of like a rebel leader who was rising up uh against like he was a peasant who was leading the rebellion against the nobles okay he was roasted alive oh he had a red hot metal crown put on his head (gasps) that's like burning through his oh my gosh scalp he was bound half naked to an iron throne and hot coals were continually being shoveled under the throne to keep the chair hot you know 
I'm really glad to not be a peasant rebel in the 16th century. Yeah. Yeah. I was complaining about Thank taking you. a cold shower this morning, but, well, you were you know. complaining about taking a cold shower this morning. Mm-hmm. I don't think I would have lasted long. Freaking snowflakes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not, that's, that's not all she saw when that execution happened, because Manz's uh, accomplices were also caught, oh. and they were being impaled. That's horrible. And force-fed his flesh. Oh, my god! His roasted flesh. Uh, and then they were broken on the wheel and hanged. That's horrible. And Elizabeth was into this. Ah, she was okay. like, this is fun. This is entertaining. And uh, then her uncle taught her Satanism, and her aunt taught her about sadomasochism. Well, that sounds like a good fit for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, also, I don't know what uh, Satanism was like back in the 16th century, but I know now it's like, it's not actually worshiping Satan. Yeah, it's a lot of like worship of self, right? So it's like... Yes. Yeah. It's basically a slap in the face to all religion. Right. Kind of. Right. Like a satire yeah satire of religion pretty yeah. much uh but who knows what it was like in the 16th century may I have mean, been actual worship of satan may have been some weird stuff going on there now somewhere around like when she was 10 or 11 years old uh she became engaged mm-hmm. it was of course not really her choice well um, yeah she was 10 or 11 yeah to ference nadesty and he was like five years older than her uh so I that's think not as bad as some of the child he was, like, engagements he was, but child like, marriage is not good in general so it's not no it's not he was of aristocratic Hungarian descent. Mm-hmm. So she was, you know, 10 or 11. He was 15. Child marriage, not great. Especially when you give birth to an illegitimate child yeah. uh, with a different man Ooh. from a lower class before you get married. Yeah. When she was very young. Oh, no. She, she was 14 when she got married. Oh, no. So she had this child. Like 13, probably. Probably 12 or 13. That's horrible. Now, this man was from a lower class, mm-hmm. and she had the child in secret. Mm-hmm. This was not, like, the only thing that was really, like, horrible about it was her age, but yeah, that was not right. necessarily, you know, most people were having children at the age they could have children. Right. That um, makes sense. Yeah. People had children a lot earlier because the life expectancy was much, much lower. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, that's that's not really the horrible part. Mm. She she was she was forced to have the child in secret, and it seems to have given it away. But yeah, <clears throat> who's to say? Um, now her fiance at the time had the man castrated, Ooh. um, and executed by being torn to pieces by wild dogs. And she was like, "This is great. This oh, is, this what? Is, this is awesome." She she loved it. She loved watching it. You just have such a look of bewilderment on your face. Yeah. It's a lot. <laughs> oh, it's only going to get worse. It's only going to get worse. Now, now then, uh, Bathory. I always want to say Bath- Bathory now, but whatever. Uh, Bathory and Nadesty married in 1575 when Elizabeth was 14, and she kept her own last name. Interesting. Uh, she was of a higher class, mm-hmm. and also she just wanted to keep her last name. Yeah. They had a rager of a wedding. Rager. That's exciting. There's like jousting and stuff, and... 4,500 people attended. That's awesome. Yeah. It was a rager. And he had to prove his love and loyalty to her before they could get married. So all of the way they did this was like all of her bridesmaids dressed up as her. And like, I think they, they danced and they like acted like her. Whoa. And their faces were covered. And he had to choose his one true love. Wow. He did it. He did it. He did it. That's uh, And then 10 years later, they had their first child. 10 years later? 10 years later. All right. Yeah. Yeah. 
she 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 was like I I did it once I'm ready to take a break yeah uh, that's verbatim mm-hmm. straight straight quote from Elizabeth Valtteri makes sense circa fifteen seventy five sounds like her sounds like her yeah yeah she said it in English too right same right yeah, same intonation and everything yeah now, of course now Natasty was a soldier so he was often not at home mm-hmm. it, when he was not home and when and when he was but but uh, Elizabeth lived in the castle. That he had gifted her oh. during their wedding. Nice. I know, right? We got to bring that back. I We said it during the Viking wedding traditions. I want a crown and I want a sword. I would mm-hmm. like to add castle to the list. There you go. Um, I do already have a crown. Uh, I have a foam sword. Well, he's supposed to go. Technically a foam Your husband's dagger. supposed to go grave digging for your sword. Ladies, if he wanted to, he would. <laughs> but basically, yeah. Basically, she she ran the show because he was often right not there. Now, Natasty, while he was fighting, he he was brutal, terrifying. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was named the chief commander of all Hungarian troops during the Long War, uh, which I don't know, it was like thirteen years. I don't know. It was long, and yeah. it was a war. Yeah, it's the Long War. That's that's a great name for a long war, <laughs> isn't it? It's really nice. It's someone someone was really creative with that. Mm-hmm. He was particularly cruel, and he became known as the Black Knight of Hungary. Oh, so match made in heaven here. Yes. Maybe match made in hell. Yes. While he was away, their castle was threatened by the Turks, so Elizabeth had to defend it, and she did so effectively. But she interestingly like gave refuge to peasants occasionally. Hmm. Yeah, that is interesting. Seems seems off base. It does, um, especially with what comes next, which is that they earned a reputation of just being harsh and cruel masters. That's not surprising. No, not at all. Like when they were able to spend time together. Yeah. They bonded over their love of violence. Good. Yeah. Love that for them. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, some people believe that Natasty actually showed her some of the ways that he punished and tortured his servants. Whoa. Yeah. That's crazy. Would you like some examples? Oh, sure. <laughs> uh, some of them were covered in honey and then tied up and left outside oh, for no. insects. Oh, that's so bad. To like slowly eat. Eventually, they would collapse from exhaustion because, you know, stress yeah. positions. Y- yeah. Remember when we talked about torture and yeah. in, in psychology? Uh-huh. Good times. So he would show her that when uh, when they collapsed from exhaustion in order to like start at square one, get yeah. them back on their feet, restart the torture all over again, he would take little pieces of uh, oiled paper, mm-hmm. roll it up, stick it between their, their the servant girl's toes, and light them on fire. <gasps> That's so bad. It's getting worse. It's gonna, oh, get, it's gonna get worse. Uh. <laughs> it's just gonna keep getting worse, like the whole time. Okay. He he maybe even I'm just gonna say he did. Okay. He gave her a clawed glove to scratch servant girls' faces <gasps> when they were being disobedient. Oof. Because that just sounds like something he would do. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. That sounds like an anniversary gift for these two. It does. Yeah. Your anniversary was yesterday. Mm-hmm. Did you get a clawed glove? No, I did not. You need to break off. You need to no. call, call off the wedding. He gave me a mug. <sighs> call it off. Elizabeth didn't call it off. Instead, she hired a Croatian woman, Anna Davoya, who worked for her for like eight, eight or nine years, mm-hmm. beginning like in the, you know, in the 1600s. Yeah. Very, very beginning 1600s. Started around 1601. Now, she was known... Uh, by the locals, to be a witch. Mm-hmm. And Elizabeth got super into it. Uh, she was also super violent. So apparently she would sometimes kind of teach her like dark magic, Ooh. witchcraft kind of things uh, used in a very 
yeah. dark way. Yeah. Now, she kind of would lead Elizabeth to and through her love of torture. Oh. Yeah. Not sure. You know, it's always wild when these kind of people find each other. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's uh, to find three people. Yeah, that's not Ferenc good. and Elizabeth and, uh, who's, and Anna. Uh, it's a dark little trio. It is. Yeah. You could even call it the dark triad. Call back to episode three. Take your moment of glory. Rachel's like shaking. She's very excited about that connection. Not shaking. Not yet. I will shake at my own glory later. Okay. Um. Yeah. I forget what I was saying though, because I got I was blinded by my glory. Yeah. It's always, it's always weird when these people find each other, but at the same time, it's like. It makes sense. It does make sense. It's, it, these kinds of people, they're drawn to each other, it seems like. Yeah. They also bonded over their love of torture, and it seems that uh, Anna made Elizabeth's love of torture worse. Good. That's, that that's, needed to happen. That's what we like. Yeah, that's what we like to see. So she and Elizabeth would like make servant girls go outside in the winter and then lie down in the snow naked and pour cold water on them until they froze and then they left them there to die. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's so bad. Yeah. One priest noticed that he had come in very often to perform funeral rites and confronted Elizabeth about like the increasing frequency uh-huh. of this. Uh, he suggested that they should exhume the body and basically do an autopsy. Yeah. 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 You know. The late, closest thing late, to ho- autopsy that they could do. Century, yeah. Early 17th century. That's going to be a very rudimentary autopsy. Yeah. Uh, and she was furious about this. Of course, she was furious. She's a serial killer. You know, she doesn't want to be found. Body found assumed. out. Yeah. She doesn't want to be arrested. Yeah, she was furious about this thread and basically threatened him uh, to not keep up such talk. Yikes. And kind of just like went away. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But um, it wasn't until Nadesty died in 1604 mm-hmm. that Elizabeth became her most evil self. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. She got a bunch of servants to help her with her torture. Oh. Legend has it that this kind of, uh, like the inception of her most evil self happened when a servant girl was brushing her hair and accidentally pulled too hard when the brush hit a snag in her hair. Mm-hmm. Furious, Elizabeth backhanded her, and she struck the servant so hard that it broke the skin, and the girl began to bleed, leaving blood on the back of Elizabeth's hand. Oh. And then Elizabeth later realized that the skin that had gotten the servant's blood on it looked younger and healthier than the rest of the skin on her body. Oh, no. I do not yeah. like where this is going. And that this made her believe that young blood could restore her youth. Oh, the legend has it that this is what began her madness and that Elizabeth would bathe in the blood of young virgin girls. <gasps> That's so bad. And she That's became so known as the blood countess. That's so creepy. My next line in the notes says, are you ready for this? It's about to get very gruesome. Okay, let's get it over <laughs> with. So young women and girls began, began disappearing from nearby villages. Because there was a serial killer. Uh, yes, uh, but many of them were lured with the promise of working for the nobles. Mm. Uh, but when they arrived, they were... I mean, technically. Uh, yeah, but not, not in the way they thought. No. Um, but when they, when they arrived, they were locked up and tortured and never seen again. Oh my gosh. Most of the torture was done by Elizabeth in her torture chambers that she had built in her basement, most likely with the help of her husband. Yeah. It may have even been like something that, he, that they did together. Like, for funsies. Um, Man. Yeah. So some of the things that she did in this torture chamber, uh, well, it was mostly to young, unmarried virgins. Yeah. 
but she did once torture an older married woman when she didn't have enough young virgins on hand to work a wedding because young virgins would like help out at the weddings. Yeah. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. So she asked the older woman to dress up as a young girl and pretend to be a young virgin and work mm. the wedding. And she very politely said, oh, I'm married. I have a kid. I can't be yeah. a young girl. And Elizabeth got pissed. Yeah. Pissed. This one's just very odd to me. I, I feel like the weirdness of it is more torturous than like what she actually did. Ooh. But she, she went outside, got a log, kind of shoved the log at the woman commanded the woman to put diapers on the log and care for it as if it were a child, as if it were her child. Yeah. She said, quote, suckle your child, you whore. Don't let it cry. What? Yeah. So she was forced to like carry around this log and treat it like a child because she had said, I'm sorry, I I can't be a virgin because I already have a child. Wow. Yeah. Uh, She would like wake her up in the night and violently shove the log in her face and was like, suckle your child, put a diaper on this child, take care of it. Don't let it cry. Oh my gosh. And then after that, she violently tortured her until she died. Wow. But some of the things that she did to the um, the young unmarried virgins, yeah. like that was an outlier. Yeah. What her normal was, was things like, usually these women and these young women would be stripped naked before they're tortured. Mm. And then it often involved psychological elements as well. Yeah. Uh, but it was heavily physical. Mm. Girls who made mistakes while sewing were stabbed repeatedly with long sewing needles. Oh my gosh. Even if they missed like... A stitch. Yeah. One stitch. Just very minor things. And oftentimes she did things like that, whereas like the, I don't want to say the punishment fits the crime because it doesn't fit. It no, but crimes. it matches at it. Yeah. Yes. She had specific yeah. punishments for the smallest of infractions that they like, they right, ma- they right. matched. She would sometimes, okay, this one, this one might hurt a little bit. Okay. Um, she would stick needles under the fingertips of servants, Ooh. like under the fingernails. Yeah. And she would say, quote, if it hurts the whore, she can pull it out, unquote. But, you know, thinking that it, she was getting permission to pull them out, yeah. the girl would pull the needles out from under her fingernails. And if she did that, Elizabeth would chop her fingers <gasps> off. Oh, my gosh. I'm so sorry. I keep thinking I've already hit the worst part and then it just keeps getting worse. Oh, yeah. Um, now, some girls may have been forced to consume their own flesh. Ugh. Some were stripped naked and put in ice baths in the winter. Oh, that's so bad. She apparently sewed a girl's mouth shut. (gasps) There was a lot of things like cutting and hitting and whipping. She would sometimes burn their flesh Mm. or even their genitals with like a a red hot like fire poker. And there were times when she would have periods of sickness and depression. She was probably along with, uh, 
you know, the yeah. vague mental yeah. illness because yeah. we don't really know. But it seems that she was prone to bouts of depression, right. loneliness, um, and maybe some sickness as well. So there were times where she couldn't leave her bed. And she had Anna Delvoya bring servants to her bed where she would, you know, cut them, scratch them, all that, sometimes even burn them. But she would also, like, take bites out of them. Ah. Oh. Like, bite their shoulders and breasts and, like, oh take, my gosh. like take chunks of skin. That's nasty. Yeah. This is what she does. You know how, like, when you're really sick and you're, like, nothing yeah. sounds like fun, but I also don't want to do anything, so I'm just going to watch TV and yeah. pass the time. This was her, this was her oh, man. entertainment to pass the time. Now, in 1605, her brother died. Mm. We love to see continual triggers for violent, evil people. Eesh. Now, she went back to, uh, on her way back to her family's estate for her brother's funeral, she went wild. There were some handmaids traveling with her. Uh-huh. She attacked them, three of them so severely that they died. Oh my God. And she ordered them to be buried along the way. She's like, we're not stopping. We're not going to, you know, Whoa. we're not going to take these bodies back or anything. Just, just bury them. Oh my gosh. And continue on. And that's what she did. And then when she got to her family's estate, she killed another one. And Elizabeth's family was like, yo, what happened to your handmaid? Yeah. She's like, oh, she died from cholera. Oh my gosh. She used that excuse a lot. Mm. And because, I mean, it was a very common, yeah. it was yeah. a very common disease back then. Uh, she just could never let people see the bodies because it would be very clear that it was not that cholera. That it was not cholera. But it, there, there seems to have been yeah. at least some acceptance of her telling people that it was just always cholera. Oh man. So it was just like a crazy cholera outbreak yeah. in her in her castle. Um and then she did the same thing on the way back. She beat another servant so badly oh my gosh. that she died on the way back and also buried her on the way. Oh. On the way back home. What Bathory is best known for though is the bathing in the blood mm-hmm. of young virgins. However, there are no witness accounts that really said she would bathe in it. Right. Uh rather most people said that the that the chamber walls were covered in blood. Mm. So it does seem to be that this was something that kind of arose out of legend. Yeah. Now, Morbid Podcast did a wonderful episode uh-huh. on Elizabeth Bathory. Love them. Love the ladies of Morbid. Yes. One of the things that they did in their episode, I just appreciate this so much because it is something I would do. One of the hosts did the calculations on how much blood oh. would be needed. Uh-huh. This is this is what she said. She said that the standard bathtub holds about 80 gallons of water. Mm-hmm. And there are eight pints in a gallon. Uh-huh. The average woman has about nine to 12 pints of okay. blood. Uh, but that's like a grown woman. Yeah. Elizabeth was killing and torturing young girls. Yeah. Uh, young women. Most of them were between the ages of 10 to 14. Oh, my gosh. Some of them were a little older teenagers, uh, but most of them were, yeah. you know, children or very young teenagers. A girl of that size would probably have about seven pints of blood in her body. Yeah. So in order to fill a standard bathtub, which a standard bathtub now is not like that big. Yeah, no. She's, if she's a rich noble, she may have had something crazy. Yeah. It may have even been bigger. But a standard bathtub now would take every drop of blood from 11 and a half servant girls wow. to fill a bathtub. Wow. But they were tortured for a long time before they were killed. Yeah. A lot of the witnesses said like everything was long and painful and drawn out. So they would be losing a lot of blood during the torture. Yeah. And to like drain that and collect it yeah. would be nearly impossible. So it, it would have taken her forever to get enough blood. Wow. Yeah. 
to take a bath in it. So she probably didn't do that. Yeah. That's probably something that arose as a legend, but she may have put it on her skin. Yeah. Some people think, you know, she was collecting little bits of it, like yeah. putting it on her face, like a facial serum, that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Uh, but it does seem that that is a legend. But, Oof. Um, we'll get a little more detail on yeah on blood later. Okay, good. Like, good I stuff. know you want it. Oh, yeah. Are you enjoying this episode? Oh, it's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> it is a lot. It is. But it's it's such an interesting story. It's really story. interesting, yeah. It, and what's interesting is like no one, I mean, you know, people who are who are into history and people who are into true crime probably know about yeah. it. But it's not something that's super well known yeah. at all. So like I said, this this probably was legend. Um, but there, you know, there there were also some rumors that started to arise. People noticed like like I said earlier, people knew that her and her husband, her late husband right. now, had been cruel masters. Yeah. Uh, but it does seem that maybe the the bathing in blood legend came about after she died. Yeah. But there were similar rumors and legends going around at yeah. the time. And people started to notice how many young women yeah. were disappearing. Were going there for work, never coming back. Everyone yep. was dying of cholera so a bunch of people like the villagers started to hide their daughters yeah so she resorted to killing noble girls oh that was her first mistake well it wasn't her first mistake she made many mistakes yeah but it was her first mistake in uh in terms of getting caught yes yes now there is also a theory that one of her stewards um erdsy told her that killing noble girls would bring her riches oh it's possible that this woman was also a witch or she was at least thought to be right um but she i don't know she seems to have she seems to have taken her up on that so yeah. it could have been that she thought hey this witch said if yeah. i do some murder and i'll get some money mm. but it also could have just been that she was running out of peasant yeah. victims it could have been both also could have been both absolutely could have been both so she opened a finishing school for young women in the noble class oh no uh called a gynecium so in the in the gynecium, she not only had a large vic- victim pool, but she would also get a lot of funds from yep. the school fees that yep. the rich parents would pay for the, their girls to get like to go die of cholera. Yes, yeah, to learn manners and die of cholera. Right. Yes. So of course, th- that started happening. Yeah. Um. But it was only when the noble girls started dying and disappearing. That the authorities took notice. Well, that's how the world works. That so. is how the world works. So the parents began to complain to the king. Yeah. And he delegated an investigation to Count Hyorhi Thurzo. Mm-hmm. Another Hyorhi. That's the he's the okay. most important one in this story. Uh, who was one of Elizabeth's dead husband's closest friends and associates. Oh man. Yes. Now when Ference, her husband, died, he left the care of his wife and children to Hyorhi. Oh, okay. And now, here he was doing an investigation yep. on her. But he decided that his loyalty to king and country was more important. Good for him. Than, well, we'll see. Oh, but, boy. But yes. In theory. In well, theory. Uh, more, more yes than no. Yes. More yes than no. Uh, he decided that that was more important than his friendship with Nadesty, uh, but he still treated Elizabeth with respect. Okay. Thurzo came to the castle with guards to arrest her after he had done a little bit of investigating uh-huh. uh, and he became convinced of her of her guilt yeah so when they arrived 
When he arrived with his guards, they went into the castle and they found mutilated bodies. Oh. And eventually they found her torture chamber. Yeah. And her crew of murderers. Oh, man. She had basically enlisted people to be torturing 24-7. That's crazy. And they were doing it because yeah. it was... I, I imagine they assumed if I don't do this, it will happen to me. Yeah. And then also there were the few of them who were into it. Yeah. They also... Um, the investigation found a huge network of people in the village mm -hmm. who helped her get girls into the castle. Oh my gosh. Now, it does seem like some of them thought that they were helping actually, girls get jobs and yeah. yes. But there were also some that were just like straight up being kidnapped or Man. being lied to. Um, yeah. Alarming how many people she got to yeah. like, be in on this. Yeah. It's very dark. Like it feels yeah. demonic. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it does. She blamed her servants. Typical. She was like, it's all them. That's not my thing. I don't know what they're doing. Um, but then she also was like, oh, no, they all died of cholera. Yeah. And then she was like, oh, actually, one of the girls in the finishing school went crazy and killed a bunch of the other girls and then killed herself. Well. I mean, some of those things could happen simultaneously if they were true. Yeah. Uh, but uh, no. No. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So in his investigation, here he talked to many witnesses mm -hmm. who said some, who, uh, you know, kind of uh, verified, yep. couldn't think of the word, yep. verified the stories that I told you earlier, yeah. some of those examples, among many more. Mm -hmm. And they said that the walls, I'm sorry, not the walls, we already said that, but yes, they did, yeah. they did verify that the walls were soaked in blood. Man. Um, the witnesses also said that she would be so soaked in blood during the torture that she would have to change her clothing halfway through. Oh, my god! Not even, like, just after. Like, halfway through. And then probably also after because there's just so much blood. She wanted her servants to be torturing her victims enough to be able to Man. scoop the blood off the floor with her hands. Oh, my gosh. So that's probably where the thing about her bathing yeah, in blood came from. that's probably where that from. came from. But that also could just... You know, was she actually being like, oh, I can't quite scoop it? Or was she just being like, I want I want there to be blood. Right. Like, I want this right. to be happening constantly. Yeah. But either way, not great. One of the other things that came out during the investigation was that she would sometimes uh, withhold water from them. And only when they were, like, close to death would she allow them to drink anything. But the mm -hmm. only thing she would allow them to drink was their own urine. Oh, my gosh. It was It was confirmed during the investigation that... The, like the hot fire iron yeah. shoved into young women's vaginas, that that was true, Man. among many other things. He obtained just dozens of accounts of Elizabeth Elizabeth's crimes of the bloody walls, the horrible torture, oh the screams, apparently a massive cemetery. Um, the thing is, most of them were not actually eyewitnesses. Hmm. A lot of them did work in the castle and probably saw things, yeah. like sketchy things, yep. such as, a massive cemetery filled with an inordinate amount of young virgins. Yeah. But a lot of them, we just don't really know. Yeah. We don't really know how accurate they are. But in the end, 306 people testified against her. Wow. The number of reported victims varied, um, but she, along with her helpers, yeah. were convicted of the convicted for the murders of 80 women. Wow. And it was more than that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, her, her helpers... Her servants, her murder crew, yeah. were all executed. Good. But one servant testified that she found a diary with a list of names 
which she said were the list of victims' names. Mm-hmm. And if she was convicted of 80, then they were probably able to verify some of those names yeah. to know that that's what that was. Yeah. Um, but this servant testified that the list had not 80 names on it, but 650. That sounds closer to right, honestly. Yeah. It's also so horrible. Mm-hmm. So Hyorhi made a secret agreement with Bathory's family to put her in jail without the embarrassment of a public trial. Mm. So that's the, like, he wanted yeah. to... He was like, I need to investigate this, which honestly at that time was big yeah um but he still was yeah. like trying to keep his promise right that's what mo- that's why most people believe that he yeah that he well and he's in a, he was in a rough spot with that trial. too like, he was yes. obviously yes. like i don't like the death penalty but her murder right. crew got justice mm-hmm. she's not getting justice well she i mean she's she, in jail but yeah 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 so he was like i have to try to stay true to both of these promises yeah and the other thing is Taking nobles to trial wasn't exactly uh, commonplace. Yeah. The only people who could do it pretty much were other nobles. Right. And that was, even that was like super, super rare. Because they're all cousins. Um, yeah, because yeah, they're all cousins. They don't want to sue each other. Actually, I feel like that's yeah. a, lot of, a lot of people, that's like the first people they would sue. <laughs> <laughs> but like crazy families like this, mm. if I had an incestuous family, I'm sure I would sue them. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> um, so... Yeah, and, and they the nobles also didn't want to set a precedent of people being able to take nor- nobles to court. Yeah. But, yeah, Nadesty, or not Nadesty, I'm sorry, Hyorhi actually kind of did something good here. Good job, sir. Um, but interestingly, none of her family objected to the charges against her. No one claimed her innocence. Wow. I mean, they saw her laughing manically at torture from when she was little. Like, mm-hmm. couldn't have been shocking. But even so... If there wasn't at least some truth to the witness accounts, they would have said something yeah. because it was so outrageous That's to, the thing. Yeah. to blame nobles for this sort of yeah. to accuse nobles of this sort of thing. So, you know, not actual eyewitnesses giving accounts isn't great. Normally I'd be like, that's probably yeah. all rumor, but that is very compelling. Yeah, <laughs> that definitely. None of her family objected to it. Now, like I said earlier, she gave a lot of excuses. It was the servants. I was scared to stop them because they were so dangerous, blah, blah, blah. It was cholera. It was the girl finishing school. Uh, Yeah. Um, Hyorhi didn't believe any of those excuses. He said, nah, girl, you guilty. So first thing that he did was the debt that the king owed Elizabeth was canceled Mm -hmm. because she had, like, loaned money to the king, apparently. Um, which some people kind of wonder if he was, if that was just, like, a very convenient thing for her, for him to convict her. Yeah. I think two things can be true. Yep. I think yep. she was guilty and he was like, ah, well, normally we yep. wouldn't take it. We wouldn't accuse a noble, but this was bad. And she owes me money and that makes it easier. Yeah. 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 He owes her money. He owes her money. And that would make it easier for him not ha- not to have to pay her back. Mm-hmm. Uh, plus he could take her estates then as well. Yeah. So that was the first thing. She was not getting any of that money back. And then she was imprisoned in her own dungeon. Now, this was very specific to her. This punishment was very specific to her because she was prone to depression and loneliness yep. and hated isolation. So they sealed her in her own dungeon forever. They bricked the windows and doors shut. The wow. only contact that she had with the outside world was a little slot that they would, you know, like a little thing for them to slide food in. That is justice. That is justice. That is justice. Honestly. Well, I was going to say that that might be worse than 
an execution, but these executions at this time were very bad. Yeah. It's not, not like she got in a little, yeah. she would get a little injection. Yeah, but that does kind of seem like her worst nightmare, you know? Yeah. Isolation forever. That is justice. No sunlight, yeah. no people, just depression. Yeah. Although I would have put her somewhere else. Mm. I would have not put her in a place she was comfortable. Yeah. But, you know, they did pretty good. Yeah. With uh, zero knowledge of criminal psychology, they did pretty well. One person said that she was, quote, unrepentant and crazed with rage. That's not surprising. And she always claims that it was her, always claimed that it was her servants and assistants who did it all. Mm. And she still claimed that she was afraid of them, so she couldn't stop them. Man. So what Hyorhi said to this was, quote, you are in the last months of your life. You do not deserve to breathe the air on this earth or see the light of the Lord. You shall disappear from this world and shall never reappear in it again. As the shadows envelop you, may you find time to repent your bestial life. End quote. That's a great quote. It's good. It's, it's a really very good. good quote. Yeah. And then she lived in there for four years, which basically solitary, solitary confinement yeah. for four years. And she died on August 14th of 1614. Wow. And that is the story of the Blood Countess. Yeah. Oh, and her, her Guinness World Record is the most prolific female murderer. Wow. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's quite a story. That yeah. was a lot. Is that how you wanted to start your Saturday morning? We, we, it, it, as we are recording this, it is Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. Is it a good start to your day? I knew we were going to go somewhere dark with you leading, so, you know. Like 47 minutes, uh, probably a little less than that, like <laughs> nearly nearly 45 minutes talking about death you know it's not shocking it's just another day at hyper focus <laughs> <laughs> indeed it is indeed that was quite a journey you took us on yeah well um i was gonna say i hope you guys enjoyed that episode but i hope you were interested by that episode i i hope you didn't enjoy it so funny because i one of the sources i used literally said verbatim the exact same thing that's so funny it was a very interesting episode i can't say that i enjoyed it because it was a lot of murder but that was very interesting that was a good episode yeah it is it's a a very good heavy one yeah but it's like there's just so much i'm like how did this happen yeah (laughs) i mean i i know i know how it happened right i know why she could get away with those things but i don't really understand it yeah and uh i don't understand how this isn't better known yeah that's confusing yeah well now it'll be not better known. Now it'll be better known. Mm-hmm. This is what I do for the world. Yes. This is how I make a difference in the world. Oh I, my gosh. <laughs> I bring joy to people's lives mm-hmm. uh, through my wit. Yes. And knowledge. Mm-hmm. And then I bring them straight back down. There you go. With murder and torture. It's the Ben and Chris, mm-hmm. you know, the from Parks and Rec. Yes. You're all amazing. You're all fired but i do it all in one person there you go (laughs) don't know if that's good or bad but it is it is it is if you want to learn more weird stuff from us you can do that perhaps see some pictures yes although oof you think there were people running around you think the the press was running around with cameras in 1601 (laughs) no i feel like the castle yeah the gravestone her gravestone yeah 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 yeah. maybe some paintings (laughs) But you'll be able to find those. Yes, you will. On our Instagram. At HyperFocusPod. On our Twitter. At HyperFocus underscore pod. You can watch our TikToks, which will also have the pictures you in You probably them. already do. You probably already do. 
If you don't, we're at Hyperfocus Pod. Yeah, you're really missing out if you're not following us on, on TikTok. Yeah, we have a good time over there. We have a great time. A blast. Yes. An absolute blast. Don't forget to send us an email if you want to do Lauren's job. Yep, yep. Or if you have an episode idea. Or if you have an episode idea, you yep. can also send those anywhere. Yeah. But yeah, we put them in a folder at least on the on the, on the the email. It's easier <laughs> to keep track of. Yeah. So where can they send their resumes, their job applications, and mm-hmm. their topic ideas? Hyperfocuscast at gmail.com. I'm really excited to go through those. I would really enjoy if people sent me resumes. Mm-hmm. That'd be really fun. That would be exciting. Send me like a, a wild resume, like... Well, not not a wild resume. I mean, send me a serious resume, but make it a resume that I would enjoy. Right, right. Based on what you know about me from listening to the podcast and watching our TikToks. Yes. I will read each and every one of them. Mm-hmm. What if we did like Zoom interviews and we recorded them? That would be awesome. And we made like a, a YouTube like compilation and put them on TikTok. That'd be so fun. Well, we'll think about it. Mm-hmm. Send us an email if you're interested. Hyperfocuscast at gmail.com. Yeah. yeah. We're also on like Facebook and Reddit and a bunch of other places. Just, just find search, us. Just search Hyperfocus on the social media. Do that a you little work. Find us on your, yeah. Come on. We do so much work for you. Mm-hmm. You've got to do some for us. It's only fair. We hope, we, we really hope you found this interesting. I was going to say, I really hope you enjoyed this. I, I did enjoy it, but also I hated it that I enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we love you. Stay chaotic, babes. But, but not please, this chaotic. Not, not as chaotic as Elizabeth Bathory. <gasps> good to have a morning routine because it's like it sets the pace yeah. it sets the mood for the day there's the mood for the day <laughs> this is your mood for the day as humans we're naturally driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed when i was looking to hire someone it was so slow and overwhelming i wish i had used indeed if you need to hire you need indeed Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.